Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this weekly news roundup. A lot, kind of a lot has happened as of late. We got a new car special that I'm going to have to do. Uh, this week, actually, a really, really cool car was just revealed. I think it was yesterday, actually. On April Fool's of all days, like, really. Anyway, though, let's get into it. Porsche 991 taillights falling off is a common issue among early examples. Only owners of the Porsche 991 complain about losing the taillights while they're on the go. I did not know that at all, and that's kind of surprising. Like, that's very un-Porsche to me. Like, of all, of all Porsche issues, taillights just randomly falling out? That's kind of random. Like, that's just a very unexpected issue. It's also a shame because I love the early 991s. Maybe I have a bit of nostalgia for them, but I probably do, actually, because that was right around the same time as the Gen 5 Viper came out. And I, I don't know. I love the early 991 design, though. I think that's one of the best-looking 911s, A, of all time, but B, certainly of the modern era. Love the way it looks. New Audi Q4 owner gets pop-up message after pressing button for unpurchased climate function. There's nothing like buying a brand new model and, and effectively being told that you're cheap. And there's a little gif here. So it says, this, this function has not been purchased. And what, you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to sync the HVAC. And they haven't purchased the syncing of the HVAC. Now, I'm sorry. Why is that an option? Why? Because that, so does that mean they have dual zone only and can't sync the two zones? Or I don't really get what that means. But ultimately, that's pretty stupid. Like, why? 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 Why is that a function you have to purchase? Also, worse still, why is the button there in the car and you can press it and the light actually comes on only to then be told on the infotainment that, nah, you don't actually have this function? Like, at least with most other automakers, they have the courtesy of graying the button out, like just a little filler button for functions you don't have. That way you're not tricked into thinking you actually have the function. So stupid. This 18 horsepower Fiat 500 cop car is a getaway driver's dream come true. The tiny 499cc air-cooled classic would struggle to catch a robber escaping on foot, let alone one in a sporty 1960s Alfa Giulia Ti. Yeah, I know, you're completely right about that. Fuel economy penalties reinstated in U.S. after being paused since 2019. The decision is likely to cost Stellantis hundreds of millions and benefit manufacturers that only make EVs. Yeah, that's a big rip. Renault, 2024 Renault Arcana is in the works, but will but where will it be built? The facelifted Renault Arcana will feature heavily revised front and rear face shows. 2023 Mercedes-AMG SL63e Performance Plug-in Hybrid spied looking pretty in red, sporting a charging port on its rear bumper. What? It's slated to borrow the AMG GT63e Performance's 831 horsepower powertrain. Okay, by charging port on its rear bumper, do they mean that's what the exhaust exhaust tip looks like or does it actually have a charging port in its rear bumper oh wait no charging port because it's ev gotcha gotcha sorry i went to usb when i heard charging port i'm like why would you charge your phone from outside the car this yeah uh what what is it that like gen xers and boomers say a blonde moment yeah that that was my blonde moment of the of the year i think mercedes tells a single maybach owner not to move their car because its, rear, because its rear thrust arm might break off. What is a rear thrust arm? <laughs> like, 
Is that, do they mean suspension arm? Is that what they mean? Because rear thrust arm sounds like a really weird name for, I don't know, a turbo ramjet engine, maybe? Ten other lesser Mercedes-Benz S-Class vehicles are also included in the recall. Like, okay, because Lamborghini, they have launch control, and in the Gallardo, they didn't call it launch control, though. They called it thrust control, which is really cool. That's a really good name. As Jeremy Clarkson said on Top Gear a while ago, he said it sounds like a... I can't remember what it was specifically, but it sounds like something in an airport thriller. Thrust control. Like, it's, it's a good name. Really good name. So when I hear thrust control arm... That's all I can think about. What kind of thrust could a control arm possibly provide? That's that's all I'm saying. I, I don't get that. BYD COEV looks like a worthy Tesla Model 3 competitor from China. On top of it kind of looking like a Model 3 as well. Here is the first look at BYD's new fully electric sedan before its debut at the Beijing Auto Show. Did this Aston Martin Valkyrie crash for real? Valkyrie driver allegedly slaps the pit wall at Silverstone but is lucky to drive away almost unharmed. How? How did they slap the wall? Unfortunately, the thumbnail image for the article is not a gift, so I can't tell you, but still. The Volkswagen Group is recalling over 100,000 plug-in hybrids worldwide over fire risk. A lack of insulation on the high-voltage battery peak could cause the vehicles to set on fire. Oh, boy. As long as they didn't do that, mostly knowingly, I don't think we're going to have a hybrid gate anytime soon. Washington becomes first state to implement pay guarantee for ride-hail drivers. Uber and Lyft drivers in Washington will get at least $1.17 per mile and $0.34 per minute, but won't be considered employees. Okay, fine. I guess that's fairly meaningless. Man buys Ferrari 488 GTB and crashes after driving it less than two miles from dealership. It sounds like a joke, but the driver who treated himself to the Ferrari enjoyed it for only a few minutes. (sighs) Just one... You know, one in a long line of other exotics that have been screwed over like that. The Rivian R1T is winning drivers with its all-roundedness. Excelling both on and off-road, the R1T also impresses with its technology, luxury, and utility. Risk of engine fire leads to recall of 345,000 Ford Escapes and Bronco Sports. We just just talked about fire risk as it pertained to VW. Ford, why are you following in their footsteps? Actually, I think the article predates it, so... The oil separator on the 1.5 liter engine in the Ford Escape and Bronco Sport could leak, potentially leading to a fire. 2022 Mercedes-AMG EQS performance flagship starts from $147,500 in the US. The most powerful version of the EQS will arrive in US dealerships in late spring 2022. Automakers must achieve 49 MPG fleet average by 2026 according to new US standards. New stricter fuel economy standards will see a 10% rise in fuel economy by 2026. Oh dear. A zero emissions vehicle in Canada could still have a tailpipe according to new 2035 climate plan. According to the Bank of Canada, the transition to total carbon neutrality by 2035 will cost up to 2 trillion, I guess Canadian dollars. So it could still have a tailpipe, a tailpipe, but it does need total carbon neutrality. Okay. Massachusetts car dealer gives away thousands of free gallons on April Fool's April Fuel's Day. (laughs) Ernie Botch Jr. thought he should do something about high gas prices. So he gave away more than 7,000 gallons of gas. The hero hero we need, but maybe don't deserve. Thank you. VW Group to reportedly announce F1 plans with McLaren and Red Bull next month. 
Audi will reportedly offer to buy out McLaren Racing for $550 million. Toyota Innova EV concept debuts in Indonesia as an electric minivan. The concept is based on the Innova MPV, but has received a fully electric conversion performed locally by Toyota Astra Motor. Ford's hybrid Torino concept connects spy testing with VW Caddy badges. Why? I guess because it looks a little bit like it. Maybe they're trying to, trying to fool the spy photographers. Ford is testing an electrified Torino Connect, but didn't bother to change the VW brand to tailgate on the prototype. UK government pushes 30% tax on EVs charging to fund gas price cuts. US Republicans considering it too. Levy on public charging stations would help fund cuts to gas prices aimed at helping ICE drivers. Father of drifting honored by Nissan with special exhibit in Japan. I'm sorry, I'm, uh, Kunimitsu Takahashi, I actually think I got that vaguely right, will be honored with a special exhibit put on by Japan. You can thank all the anime for that. <laughs> you can thank the anime for that. Which will feature a very special Skyline GTR that never got to race. The Bizzarini 5300 GT Revival Corsa will make you yearn for the 1960s. I, I do every day, so... Uh, well, <laughs> automotively speaking, yes. Any Anywhere else, no. Not even close. The revived Bizzarini brand will build 24 replicas of the famed 5300 GT for customers to buy. Smart number one electric SUV Premier set for April 7 confirming earlier rumors. The fully electric urban SUV is the first result of the joint venture between Mercedes-Benz and Geely. Switching to EVs could save public health system $1.2 trillion and 110,000 lives by 2050. Okay, it'll save the public health system that much. How much is it going to save the consumers? Because I'm sorry, a lot of electric cars are still extremely expensive. And those are the ones that are good, that have good range. All Americans would see benefits from better air quality, but especially those with asthma and in lower income areas. Yes, you want to know what the problem is though? Those lower income areas can hardly afford electric cars in the first place. You're not, you haven't thought it through. God, Wait, I'm not saying there aren't benefits, but they're, they're being really short-sighted. They're being extremely short-sighted. Yes, there would be benefits. You're not thinking about how this is going to, how this is going to impact low income Americans. Might want to, you know, might want to let cooler heads prevail and, you know, figure out, figure out an actual solution. Because that's only part of it. That's not the end-all be-all, but I digress. 2022 Honda HRV detailed with two powertrain options down under. The 2022 Honda HRV will be offered in Australia with a 1.5 liter 4 and hybrid 1.5 liter 4 cylinder engine. Porsche launches in-car virtual reality ride at their LA Experience Center with Hollow Ride. Participants wear a VR headset in the back of a moving Porsche Cayenne. You're going to get a lot of people throwing up in the cabin of that Cayenne. That's a very bad idea. Which translates to motion in the game. Again, a really bad idea. Not Okay, not a bad idea, but the execution is going to cause a lot of people to be sick. SEC subpoenas Faraday Future over inaccurate statements to investors. The EV startup admitted last, last month to inflating reservation, num reservation numbers after a short seller accused it of being a scam. Mercedes-Benz Vision EQXX's tech to be applied on production cars. The first model benefiting from the EQXX expertise will arrive in 2024, most likely in the form of the EQC sedan. Jeep teases Wrangler Magneto 2.0 ahead of Easter Safari. The follow-up to the Wrangler Magneto concept shown off last year, the Magneto 2.0, is ready to hit the trail. Steelership Strike Again, that's a good name. These 15 cars have the highest dealership markups. 
Short supply and high demand are causing up to 26.7% price increases at dealerships. Three killed and many injured in devastating 50-vehicle Pennsylvania pileup. Part of the tragic pileup was captured on video by one individual involved. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Hey, hey, welcome back. Let's get into some of these articles in greater depth. Starting with the... Starting with the being cheap one. God. An Audi owner received an unexpected message on their infotainment system after they pushed a physical button on the dash for a feature they hadn't purchased. Posted on r slash mildly infuriating, the Audi Q4 e-tron owner shared a video pushing the sync button for the climate control, only to get a message on the infotainment screen that read, this function has not been purchased. Audi offers tri-zone climate control on the base trim in the US and the UK, but in Denmark, where the owner is from, Tri-Zone Climate Control is a $548 or 5114 krona option. The owner elected not to purchase the Tri-Zone's the Tri-Zone option, but didn't expect to receive a message if he tried to push the button. <laughs> Back in the day, the manufacturer would have just put a blank button where the where the function would be on higher trim levels. See? But knowing automakers, but knowing automakers, it's probably cheaper to flash a text than to install a completely different button. Sure. I think that's still disingenuous though. Obviously, the owner already knew that the option wasn't available, as he was the one that ordered the vehicle. Blank buttons aren't rude, wrote the owner. This one is reminding me that I'm cheap. There are several ways Audi could have gone about this, including rewording the message to remove the blame from the owner. After all, it was Audi that decided to cheap out with a text instead of a blank button. Perhaps this function is not available and the message might help to soften the blow a little. On, the, on top of being irritating, this is a missed opportunity for Audi to upsell the customer. Plenty of new vehicles receive software updates over the air now, and the owner's Q4 e-tron could be just a few lines of code away from connecting the button to the climate control. Who knows? If the message was more polite, maybe he would have been tempted. I mean, the, the, okay, the thing that bothers me, like I said in the first segment, is that they could have just put the button. Having the button there and then it actually do nothing is very disingenuous to me. You know like those houses, those really awkward, those really strange houses that have doors on the outside in the most illogical place possible and they don't actually go anywhere? This button is like that. It's a door to nowhere and I hate those. It, if it doesn't go anywhere, don't put, the, don't put the door on the building, especially in a stupid place. If the button doesn't do anything, take the button away. Next, we have the Maybach recall. Somewhere in the United States lives a Mercedes Maybach S-Class or Maybach, sorry. For the moment, is something of a $185,000 paperweight. And that's because Mercedes has issued a warning to the owner to not drive it until a recall can be completed. It turns out that a poor weld might cause the rear axle carrier to completely detach from the suspension thrust arm. Why do you call it a thrust arm? I'm old enough to remember, you know, back in my day, they used to call those control arms. Why are you calling it a thrust arm? Ah, jeez. As the recall very clearly states in the official recall paperwork, the vehicle might sway due to roadway influences. In addition, the vehicle could pull to one side in the event of an emer- in the event of emergency braking. 
In that case, the controllability of the vehicle would be impaired, increasing the risk of a crash. Yeah, that sounds like it would be a rough enough ride that not even a, not even a Maybach could smooth it out. Thankfully, the potentially dangerous flaw was found before any accidents or injuries occurred. Furthermore, 10 other S-Class vehicles not of the Maybach persuasion are also affected by the recall. Of course, the safety notice says nothing of units sold outside of the country that could also require a fix. In January of this year, a customer outside of the USA reported a noise and an unstable driving experience. Then in March, another noise complaint was filed, again, from outside of the USA. This time, though, it was accompanied by an unstable driving experience. After an internal investigation, Mercedes-Benz found that a potential safety risk couldn't be ruled out and decided to recall these vehicles. The carmaker has committed to providing all 11 affected customers with a loaner car while their S-Class is in the shop. It better not be a CLA or a really lowly C-Class. That would be an insult. Once it's there, technicians will check the subframe weld on the rear axle carrier and replace it if necessary. While we don't have any photos of the specific welding question, the rear axle carrier in a Mercedes S-Class is no cheap part. Think of it much like you would the front subframe in most modern vehicles. It connects the drive shaft, the suspension, braking components, and more to the chassis and body of the vehicle. We're just thankful that nobody was hurt and that Mercedes was able to catch the issue before something of that nature took place. Another recall, this time from VW. The Volkswagen Group is recalling more than 100,000 plug-in hybrid vehicles globally, including models from Audi, Seat, Skoda, and VW. From the Volkswagen brand, 42,300 Passat, Golf, Tiguan, hold up. Oh wait, plug-in hybrid, okay, okay. My family has two Tiguans, I was about to be like, oh crap! But no, theirs isn't even plug-in hybrids, and theirs was of the last generation, so should be a-okay. From the Volkswagen brand, 42,300 Passat, Golf, Tiguan, and Ardeon models are affected by the recall. An additional 24,400 Audi vehicles will also be recalled, while it isn't known exactly how many Seat and Skoda, Skoda vehicles are affected yet. The recall stems from an insufficiently insulated high-voltage battery in plug-in hybrid models. The battery can get hot when in use and cause a fire if the insulation isn't doing its job properly. 16 cases have been reported in Germany so far. German publication Bild cited the country's Federal Motor Vehicle Office, KBA, stating, The problem is caused by a faulty fuse in the drive system of plug-in hybrid vehicles, i.e. hybrids that have a cable-chargeable battery in addition to the internal combustion engine. This fuse can fail in the event of an overvoltage, which in turn can cause the high-voltage battery to catch fire. In order to fix affected vehicles, the additional protective insulating mats over the switch box of the high-voltage battery will be Installed. In February of 2021, an incident occurring when a plug-in hybrid Volkswagen Golf GTE exploded while the owner was driving. The vehicle was only two days old and had only collected 300 kilometers or 187 miles on the odometer when the driver heard, of a, heard a huge bang and saw a bright blue flash. Firefighters requested a special container for the vehicle to be placed in in order to extinguish the fire. They were able to put it out without the use of, a contain, without the use of the container even though the battery caused the fire to reignite several times. The incident led, property damage, led to property damage to the tune of 45,000 45, euros or nearly $50,000. VW responded to the 2021 incident by saying, The safety of our customers is our top priority. In order to be able to guarantee the high standard we have set for our vehicles, we are currently analyzing the circumstances and the technical background of of a case in which, according to the media report, there is said to have been an explosion in a Golf 8. 
Based on the results of the investigation, we will initiate appropriate measures if necessary. And yet another recall, this time of the Ford persuasion. Ford is recalling, Ford is issuing a recall on the 2020 through 2022 Escape and Bronco Sport, equipped with a, a 1.5 liter engine, as a manufacturing error may cause an oil leak that could increase the risk of a fire. The automaker is recalling escapes made between November 2018 and March 1st, 2022, as well as Bronco Sports made between February 5th, 2020 and March 4th, 2022. In all, the company expects the issue to affect 1% of the 345,451 vehicles included in the recall. The problem stems from a right-hand oil separator that may have been damaged prior to the engine assembly. That could result in crack damage at the edge of the oil separator housing, which may lead to a loss of seal support and an engine leak between the separator and the engine camshaft cover. As a result of the mishap, the part may leak oil, and owners are advised to watch out for the smell of burning oil or any other signs of a leak. Naturally, if oil leaks in the engine compartment, there is a, there is a risk of fire, which increases the likelihood of an injury, in, of an injury occurring. Ford plans to get in touch with the owners of the vehicles included in the recall to ask them to bring them to bring their cars into a service center. There, the engines will be expected, and if necessary, technicians will replace the oil separator and seal, as well as any other seals impacted by the first leak at no cost to the owner. Ford expects to notify owners of the issue starting between April 18th and April 22nd. Alrighty, back to normal news, though only briefly. Face of the BMW 3 Series Touring Spy Testing for the Police. The facelift of BMW 3 Series requires some testing before it is handed over to the German police. This 1988 Porsche 959 Comfort has been driven over 103,000 miles. This is just one of 292 Porsche 959 Comfort models that were ever produced. This Ford Maverick EcoBoost is quicker than an F-150 Raptor and returns 39 mpg. Some engine upgrades allow this Ford Maverick to run the quarter mile in 13.89 seconds. New Ford Equator Sport debuts in China as a smaller sibling to the Equator. The SUV is available in China starting from 139,800, whatever the Chinese, uh, whatever the name of the Chinese currency is, which translates to $22,050. EU spec Toyota BZ4X offers two, offers 321 mile WLTP range, which is more than expected. That's for the single motor front wheel drive version, while the dual motor all wheel drive version got a WLTP range of 292 miles. Sign your crimes with Porsche Track Precision app that now works on public roads. Porsche's new free drive mode automatically records one minute of driving data and video when it detects a heavy braking event. South America's Hyundai HB20 is getting an i20-inspired facelift. The updated Hyundai HB20 will be offered with two 1.0-liter three-cylinder engines. Project Aero, the all-Canadian EV, remains on track for CES 2023 unveiling. The prototype vehicle will be shown off at CES 2023 and will demonstrate Canada's electric and connected vehicles expertise. Toyota lets loose 2023 GR Corolla by mistake ahead of official debut tonight. And yes, it has already been unveiled. And even more, yes, I will definitely be doing a new car special. In fact, I think that's tomorrow. I'll be making the Sunday special just diving into that. FCA Heritage restores unique Alfa Romeo SZ test car. To Mostro was a formidable driver's car despite its polarizing looks. Polarizing is an understatement. Acura launches certified pre-owned program for up to 10-year-old vehicles. Acura is looking at ways to sell more cars as young buyers get priced out of the market for newer vehicles. Yeah, no duh. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. Alrighty, we are back for the final segment. 
Elon Musk takes jab at UAW after official pleads guilty to embezzling $2.2 million. The ex-UAW employee is to is the is the 17th, actually, to be convicted during the investigation. Oh boy. 2023 Porsche Cayenne and Cayenne Coupe. Latest spy shots reveal Tycon-inspired refresh. Porsche is also expected to update the interior of the facelifted 2023 Cayenne. Facelifted 2023 Mercedes A-Class Plus AMG A35 mouthful and A45 undergoing intensive tests on circuits and snow. Both the AMG Develop Hot Hatch and Milder Mercedes Batch Sedan get styling tweaks and lose the M-Bucks infotainment system trackpad. The Sultan of Brunei's McLaren F1 GT is in the UK to be restored. The Sultan of Brunei... The Sultan of Brunei's one of three McLaren F1 GT could be worth upwards of 30 million. Jesus. 2023 BMW M2 spied again with those unique M performance parts. Le this prototype of BMW's next generation flagship 2 series can be seen sporting a large hood, a large hoop spoiler. So you know that neon SRT4 spoiler or the Mark IV super spoiler? That. And a stack and stacked quad exhaust tips? Ooh! That's kind of hot. Oh, Canada, a limited run of 10 special McLaren 720S supercars are headed to the Great White North. Among them, only three will be available in coupe form, with the rest being spiders. That has to be the dumbest decision McLaren has made in recent, in recent times. It's cold up in Canada! Why are only three being coupes? Why are only three being delivered as coupes? The majority... Look, four. Let's say... Four should be drop tops, six should be coupes. If you want to have more drop tops, fine, fine. I can understand that, but the majority of them should be coupes. It's Canada. Did Bugatti and Rimac just tease two new models? Matt Rimac has previously confirmed that Bugatti is already working on its next-gen hypercar. BMW i3e Drive 35L is a fully electric long wheelbase 3 Series for China. The China-built sedan has a rear-mounted 282-horsepower electric motor and a 327-mile range. In more than 220,000 VW Atlas SUVs, a fault could cause side airbags to deploy later than designed. This latest recall for the VW Atlas impacts both pre- and post-facelift models. Oh, jeez, another, another VW recall, really? Lordy. Renault could transfer its controlling stake in, in Vtovaz to Russian investor. What a bad name. Renault is reportedly making moves to completely exit the Russian market. Wow. <sighs> Let's get this next recall out of the way. I'm so over the recalls. More than 220,000 Volkswagen Atlas models are being recalled by the German car manufacturer in the United States. The recall noticed by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, or NHTSA, reveals that micro-movements of the wiring harness on the A-pillar can result in damage to the wire terminal surface. Damage can cause fretting corrosion that could lead to a sporadic interruption in the electrical connection to the components of the front door. This is to have... If this is to happen and the car is involved in a side crash, the side airbag may deploy, may deploy sorry, later than designed, which could lead to an increased risk of injury to vehicle occupants. Volkswagen says the airbag warning light may illuminate if a malfunction is detected. The damaged wiring harness can also cause other issues, such as rolling down the windows and inadvertent parking brake engagement at low speeds, and may trigger a warning about a faulty door sensor. Involved in the recall are a total of 32,720 VW Atlas models from the 2019 and 2020 model years, 113,899 Atlas models from the 2021 and 2022 and 2023 model years, and 76,273 Atlas Cross Sport models from the 2020 to the 2023 model years. 2019 to 2020 Atlas models impacted were produced between, pay attention, 
August 1st, 2019 and March 6th, 2020. While 2021 to 2023 models were built from October 4th, 2019 to February 10th, 2022. Impacted, uh, impacted Atlas Cross Sport models were manufactured between September 25th, 2019 to February 10th, 2022. To remedy the, to remedy the problem, Volkswagen dealerships will secure and, if necessary, replace any front door wiring harnesses that show a fault code free of charge. Volkswagen has started using additional cable ties to fix the issue on the production line. Both dealerships and owners will be notified of the recall on May 10th, 2022. Or, you know, if you have one and you're listening to this podcast, you've just been notified now. Bulletproof, Aston Martin Vantage with electric, electric shock door handles gives us serious James Bond vibes. U.S.-based company Ad Armor created an armored Vantage with an interesting feature. Renault grows Aussie Captur lineup with new range-topping RS line. The flagship Renault Captur RS line will start at 39590 Australian. GM to accelerate production of Hummer EV due to strong interest and quantity of orders. More than 65,000 people have reserved the Hummer EV, and 95% are converting those reservations into orders. Genesis opens its first U.S.-based standalone dealership in Louisiana, of all places. All places. Genesis of Lafayette. Lafayette? Yeah. Opened its doors in Louisiana, offering at-home test drives to to prospective customers. Last Nissan GTR T-Spec in Australia to be auctioned for charity. The final Nissan GTR T-Spec in Australia has just 52 kilometers on the clock. Buick's new logo appears to have leaked on a real vehicle. The photos purport to show Buick's new logo on a real vehicle, implying the brand has committed to the change. Tesla ordered to refund Model 3 buyers after German court hears it steers like a drunken novice driver. A Model 3 owner was awarded 69,000 euros because his car's optional autonomous driving package couldn't live up to its promise. 2024, Audi Q6 e-tron front end completely uncovered in latest spy shots. Ford develops traffic lights that go green for emergency vehicles. The technology could get ambulances to emergencies faster, saving lives in the process. Your 10-year-old can now drive Lamborghini and Ferrari supercars on the track in the UK. People born in 2012 could drive a Lamborghini around the Top Gear test track if they even know what that is. I would hope they do. Dealerships on the hook for high costs of fast charger installation. It's not as simple as installing just the chargers as some dealerships are also being forced to upgrade their infrastructure. Manhart MH1350 brings the BMW 1 Series well into the hot hatch game. The tuned BMW M135i xDrive produces 345 horsepower and looks meaner thanks to Manhart's upgrades. GM asked Chinese workers to sleep on factory floor. Would you tell your boss? Shanghai staff have been asked to sleep at work to keep plant open during current COVID outbreak, report says. Mazda's Australian executive rules out performance division despite going rear-wheel drive. Mazda Australia believes the regular models are good enough in terms of handling and performance. Rolls-Royce boss says they are educating the electric Spectre to think and behave like a Rolls-Royce. Don't worry, this is only a metaphor for the electric Rolls-Royce Spectre entering its cold weather testing phase. Signal Green 2015 BMW M3 isn't for the faint-hearted. This 2015 BMW M3 has a host of modifications and has only been driven 19,300 miles. GM, Tesla, and industry suppliers affected by latest COVID lockdown in Shanghai. As China suffers through its worst pandemic wave in more than a year, automakers are scrambling. Lexus teams up with resorts and spas to create wellness experiences for its customers. Move over, Gwyneth Paltrow. Lexus wants to be the next source for wellness tips. 
Okay, sure, go ahead. Better make them good, though. Because I know a lot of TikTok, a lot of TikTokers hate Gwyneth Paltrow, so you don't want to, you don't want to invoke the ire of Gen Z. <laughs> Not that the ire of Gen Z really matters, I don't think, but whatever. Ex-GM manager charged for soliciting $5 million bribe to secure supply contract. Hyung Nam, apologies if I got your name wrong, received $3.45 million in cash and awarded a supply contract to a South Korean company. 488 horsepower Alpina B4 is the, is the next best thing to the M4 Grand Coupe a BMW won't build. The new Alpina B4 takes just 3.7 seconds to reach 100 kilometers per hour, 62 miles per hour, and topped out at 301 kilometers per hour, or 187 miles per hour. Sangyong, searching for new buyer after a deal with Edison Motors, falls through. The consortium led by Edison Motors failed to make the requirement, failed to make the required payment before the deadline, breaking the terms of the contract. It took XPeng less than two years to produce 100,000 X7s, celebrates with Black Label Edition. It took XPen 695 days since the official launch of the P7 on April 27, 2020 to reach this milestone. Tesla's German factory will add two new colors to CarMaker's palette. Tesla's new factory will produce a new shade of red and a new liquid silver. A small group of M engineers had to convince BMW to make the M3 Touring. In 2019, some very dedicated engineers decided they had the perfect recipe to make an M3 Touring. They just had to convince BMW. Incorrectly cast suspension knuckles in VW, Teos, and Tiguan leads to recall of 10,000 vehicles. What is with VW? Three recalls going concurrently. Volkswagen, fix your crap. New Nissan Z GT500 is faster around Fuji Speedway than the previous GTR race car. The Nismo team looks forward to fielding the promising new Z in Super GT. Ah, okay. Another recall. Volkswagen is recalling 10,119 of its crossovers in the U.S. as a result of a production issue in the rear suspension assembly that could lead the knuckles to fail. The recall involves the 2021 and 2022 Tiguan as well as the 2022 Teos compact crossover whose right left, whose rear right, sorry, or left knuckle could become cracked and, and break because of a manufacturing error. The failure is estimated to affect 6% of the recall population in which the brake waves, in which in which the brake waves mechanism in the degassing station, whatever the hell any of that means, where impurities are removed before the injection of the rear knuckle failed. That issue in turn appears to have happened because the parts were incorrectly cast. Impurities could affect the longevity of the part and if the knuckle fails, the stability of the rear suspension would be compromised, increasing the risk of a crash. Volkswagen believes that just 1,242 knuckles were cast incorrectly, but since they made their way into the Tiguan, the issue may not be confined to the, to the United States. American owners of vehicles in the recall population can expect to receive a notice about their Tiguan or Taos starting on May 20th and will be asked to bring their vehicle into a Volkswagen dealer for inspection. If necessary, the dealer will, will replace one or both knuckles at no cost to the owner with new, correctly made parts. Anyway, that is going to be it for this weekly news roundup. I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that we are notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't ever want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Don't sweat it. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me.
probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.